welcome to the Narrowing Path, Walking the Spiritual Walk. My name is Steve Van Eierstein. Thank you all for joining me again tonight. We go through and do today's daily reading from James Allen's Daily Meditation. This, of course, will be fresh to you and fresh to me, meaning that you'll get my genuine response, reactions, observations, and what I relate to about the reading. As this will be my first time reading it or hearing it right here on this podcast with y'all. So, let's get right to it. November started out with talking about some really great principles, really great virtues. So let's see where it brings us next. So this is November 9th from James Allen's Daily Meditations. Joy is always the accompaniment of a task successfully accomplished. Of all miserable men, the shirker is the most miserable. Thinking to find ease and happiness in avoiding difficult tasks which require the expenditure of labor and exertion, his mind is always uneasy and disturbed. He becomes burdened with an inward sense of shame and forfeits manliness and self-respect. He who will not work according to his faculty, let him perish according to his necessity, says Carlyle. And it is a moral law that the man who avoids duty and does not work to the full extent, fullest, the full extent of his capacity, does actually perish. First in his character, and last in his body and circumstances. Life and action are synonymous. Immediately, a man tries to escape exertion, physical or mental. He has begun to decay. An undertaking completed or a piece of work done always brings rest and satisfaction. Woo! Hmm. That, my friends, is extremely true. At least that's been my experience with it. Again, this is what I speak from, is my own experience. And past and current actually uh this is something that i still struggle with from time to time delaying things procrastinating things making excuses as to why i don't feel like i've got to do something that's something that i have found myself continually falling down on and it's it's a lot better than it used to be. Let's be very clear. I'm going to give myself some credit for being willing to take actions that I, for a long time, was not. But I still have a long way to go on this. And this opening line, joy is always the accompaniment of a task successfully successfully accomplished. The funny thing is, I know this. And why it's funny is I still... Don't do things knowing full well that I will always question myself, that I will always, well, this says, I'll, it talks about misery, right? And I'll always be miserable if I do this stuff. I just will be. It's so unfortunate that I can't, it's so unfortunate that I continuously put myself in a position to not have the 
fullest amount of joy in my life because I just get in my own way. And that's the reality of this. I just get in my own way all the time. All the time. I rob myself of joy. Not life. So joy is always the accompaniment of a task successfully accomplished. That's the truth for me. I think that's the truth for many. If you were honest about it. Well, of all miserable men, Shirkar is the most miserable. Yep. I can tell you. I can tell you that it's at least extremely miserable. From my experience with it. I've been a very miserable person in a lot of ways. And this one is terrible. Because you're always looking over your shoulder. Wondering if you didn't do something right. Especially if it's at your job. Right? Like there's always these negatives and doubts and fears that come along with it. That just erode your life. Your mental state, your happiness, your joy. As you walk around knowing you didn't do your best. Walking around knowing you're cutting corners. It's not easy. Of all the miserable men, the shirker is the most miserable. Thinking to find ease and happiness by avoiding difficult task tasks which require the expenditure of labor and exertion, his mind always is always uneasy and disturbed. He becomes burdened with an inward sense of shame and forfeits manliness and self-respect. At the time, I thought it was logical thinking, and it still shows up, like I was saying, as in, most embarrassing as it sounds, given the, especially the end of this statement, because when you avoid your responsibilities that you've chosen to take on, willingly taken on, when you avoid your responsibilities for the sake of an immediate reward of not having to do something difficult, You really do have a sense of disrespecting yourself and as a man crossing your own masculinity because it wasn't avoided because it was an action wasn't taken because it was the wrong thing to do. An action not taken out of selfishness and self-centeredness. That is always wrong. I don't know, something just, when a wrong thing is not done for the, for the right reason. That is always right. When the right thing is not done for the wrong reason, that is always wrong. Which, I guess, isn't too crazy of a statement, but it just makes, it makes sense to me. It's always wrong when you don't do the right thing. Inward sense of shame. That was my 
persona, my character that I carried around for years that I didn't ever want anyone to see. I thought I was just so incredibly ashamed of myself all the time, literally all the time. I just didn't feel like I deserved to walk the earth with everyone. And I didn't, didn't want to die, but I didn't know how to live anymore. It's a hard place to be. So inward sense of shame and forfeits manliness and self-respect. I agree with that. He who will not work according to his faculty, let him perish according to his necessity. <laughs> so, if you're taking on a responsibility to do a certain job and task and you do not do it, then you're not needed. Let him perish according to his necessity. The need for a person that doesn't do their job is so low. That's what he's saying here. Let you be the first to die. Let you be the first to be stricken from the record. Fired. That's a quote from Carlisle. And it is a moral law that this man who avoids duty does not work to the fullest, full extent of his capacity does actually perish first in his character and last in his body and circumstances. It will slowly kill you. It will slowly erode your character. It will erode your mindset because you'll feel... I guess let me say it like this. I felt like a fraud. I felt ashamed and scared that someone was going to figure me out because I was not who I presented that I was being. I my character perished and then my body and then and circumstances. It was all tied together with my Drug use and alcoholism. Life and action are synonymous. It's hmm. an interesting statement to put right there, isn't it? Life and action are synonymous. So what, action, what the actions you are taking are is how much you're engaging with life. So if you're avoiding things, you're avoiding real life. You're, I'm, I'm. I agree. I, I can see this perspective and this understanding very well because I really did just build this own fantasy world for myself to live in, for myself to just stay in. And it was all because I avoided action. So I needed to build this world where I didn't feel so bad about myself in my own head because I wasn't accepting any responsibility for what I was doing. Life and action are synonymous. Immediately, a man tries to escape exertion, physical or mental. He has begun to decay. I love that. Very plain and very true. Your moral integrity just starts failing when you start to take these to live this way of life again. When you start to take the wrong actions, when you start to avoid 
your responsibilities. Your integrity is failing and your moral character is failing and begun to decay, as he says there. Beautiful way to write that, honestly. Now the ending line. An undertaking completed or a piece of work done always brings rest and satisfaction. It, that's another thing, too. I have played this cycle enough times that I know that doing the right thing and getting things taken care of, no matter how big or how small, always is a sense of relief, if not others' emotions attached to it. Because I'm doing the right thing, and I'm taking care of things. And though I know that, and I wholeheartedly believe it, I still will fall down on this. When I know it brings rest and satisfaction, I still will not do things. I know my peace and my serenity are contingent on my willingness to take the right actions, and I'll still fall down. More than I'd like to admit, honestly. So, Well, all right, there we go. That is the end of November 9th reading. A great reading, a great principle, joy, happiness, and their evil counterparts, so to say. So, great reading for today. Really, really enjoyed it. I hope you all did too. And I'm looking forward to tomorrow. So, until next time, thank you. Thank you.